Okay, welcome back to the a new episode of the Hot Trap Podcast. Episode two. How do you do? Monkey see, monkey do. But I'm not a rapper though. And <laughs> okay, let me stop. All right. So, how why is it taking it so long? I've been trying to wait to have a collection of like new music come out so I can talk over it, talk about it, whatever. But um. Actually, two days ago, man, I went to go see this Marvy concert, man, and it was amazing, man. Like the two openers was pretty great. One of them named um, Elton Aurora from the city. I didn't even know him. I had to go follow him on that Spotify, and I forgot the other person's name. I'm gonna figure out the other, the first opener's name because he's really dope too. But then you got into Marvy. Of course, he performed all his songs from his album. Um, Laughing so hard it hurts, and then he persona fan favorites, Miracle Baby, Sense, Self Love, Time Travel, you know, etc. And whatever. It was a great show, great vibes. Met met some new people too, so it was all cool. It was all cool. Met up with an old friend too, so you know that that was good. That was good. And let's go ahead and get into what I've been recently listening to. So I've recently been listening to um, Organized Crime 2 by All-Star JR. I have been waiting for this to come out for a minute. It's supposed to come out last year, but uh, I don't know why I ain't dropped. And so do I think it was better than the the, the prequel, the, you know, the first Organized Crime? No, not really. The first organized crime highs is higher than this one. But some songs that I liked on here was Critical Too Stable, Live Like This, and uh, Deep in the Game Too. So moving on to that, we got uh, Bojack, Concrete 227, where we at with it. <laughs> Bodie James, uh, I think Rich Gaines, the producer, on this um album called Indiana Jones, which is like different from Bodie as he rapping on the trap beats. And uh, some other type of reduction. That's different. But I liked it. This is a decent album. Wasn't the best thing in the world. But it was decent. Also, uh, yeah, man. Prayers for Bo Jackson, man. As he was involved in a um, a critical ac- a critical car accident in Detroit. But um, he should he he should be doing well. As they said, he was um, in stable condition. So uh, hope you get well, Bo Jackson. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to um, another one, which was Ben Reaper 3, New Testament. This was, you could skip this Baby Tron album, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, it's 26 songs. It's not worth going and giving it a full lesson. This is like the first 10 to 13 songs, you'll be good. And like some of the best songs on here are like the first two songs. Because like after that, the 10 to 13 mark and the rest of the songs, it gets very repetitive so like yeah if you're a baby trying fan you really ain't missing nothing now if you ain't listening to this but then um hmm other songs i've actually the other album i've been listening to was from last year which was um sauce sauce walker sauce ghetto gospel 3 it was all right you got a gg3 intro on there that i like you got first testament you got a brother story without you who am I? So it was a solid album. It was solid. But then, of course, I was still listening to uh, Mike's Beware of the Monkey. 
which is a phenomenal body of work. Phenomenal. Just uplifting, up tempo. You can just hear Mike coming up out of like this depression and him, you know, still suffering from um the death of his mom, you know. Still yes, you can hear him still grieving, still obviously dealing with depression, but like in much of a better space, because <laughs> is what I can say. It's like the whole vibe of this album. Like Switch twenty three is good, nothing I can do is wrong. As for me, Stop Worry with Sister Nancy. Weary Love is is pretty solid. So I'll go check that out. And then um was anything else? No, I wasn't really listening to anything else. I was gonna say last but not least that Mavi laughing so hard it hurts. I listened to it a little bit before the concert, but that was about it. Um and some albums that I'm probably going to listen to. Uh y'all should go check out Chess Moves by the guy Fahim. He released like twenty thousand albums a year, so like I'm definitely gonna check into that one. The Drive In Theater Part Two by Currency. I missed that one from last year. And like two people already told me it's is heat. They got it on replay, so I'm gonna go check that out. Um, let's see. All of them La Russell albums he was dropping last year. I gotta go tap in with the boy La Russell from the um, Valley over on the West Coast. Then you got a, a Mind of a Saint by Sky Zoo. If you like the um, Skyfall, you know, he basically summing up the events and the characters from Skyfall in this whole uh, short 10, 10 song project, 44 minutes. So yeah, check out Sky Zoo. And last but not least, what else I was gonna check out? Oh, I was gonna check out this um this Mickey Diamond album, uh Oroku Saki. Cause, you know, I missed out on Mickey Diamond his last year. And he had a pretty decent year for like a underground artist and like he was getting that buzz. So I guess he's continuing the run he was on last year with this project. I heard a couple songs off of it. It was pretty good. And so, yeah, that's about it for what I've been up to. Now let's get into like the main talking point for today. I wanted to get into the albums I'm currently looking forward to for this year. And so starting with my first one, I really wanted to get, I really Really, really want to see this Navy Blue album come to fruition because he's he teased that it was going to come out. So, like, I'm like, oh, I definitely want to hear what he got to say on that project. And I want to hear a particular song called Carolee Hearts that he um debuted at a concert that I heard and it's pretty fire. So, yeah, Navy Blue 2023. I'm looking forward to it. So then we have Sauce Walker and Derringer. Sauce Walker, like I just told you, the last the last project he dropped was super fire, super amazing. And he dropped a freestyle, if you haven't heard of it. You know, produced the beat produced by Derringer and like, you know, very underrated, very unappreciated, I feel like. Like people don't get that man his flowers enough. Especially for them Sauce Walker features he be doing on the Griselda albums. Be amazing. So like yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Sauce Walker. And them grimy, dusty piano Derringer beats. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So uh, JPEG and uh, Danny Brown. 
This one I was not expecting to be a, a thing. It was teased, I think last year a little bit. It was teased or whatever. And I was like, hmm, okay, this is something. This is something. And then I was like, oh shit, this is actually a thing. When they posted on their um social media that they're gonna be working on it. And particularly with JPEG when he said he was going to be working on three. Three. He's gonna be working on three albums. One of them being this one. So I was I was I was too litty. <laughs> okay, so um moving on to no name. Finally no name. It's it's been a minute. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. It's it's been a minute since No Name dropped. Last her last project dropped in 2018, and like the only thing she's done after that was um that that one song where like she she was dissing J Cole when J Cole had that back J Cole and No Name had that back and forth. That was like the only time I think the recent song she um dropped. But um I've been looking for some No Name. Like I really like Telephone. That's like my favorite no name album and Diddy Bop. Like that song is just beautiful. And it brings back, I don't know, just blissful memories every time I play that song. It's just vibey, it's smooth. It's the doom 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 doom. Doom 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 doom. It's just man. And then you got the other people who contribute to the songs, vibe and aesthetic. It's like, I don't know, it's like a a a cool sunset downtown Chicago just overlooking the skyline. That's that's the vibe that Diddy Bop song gives off. But like yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to another name project. Um and then up next we got Shay Noor. Arguably the best female rapper out right now. And so yeah, I would say it the best female rapper right now. Only rapper I could think that's probably better is Lil Sims. But like that that's about it. Like look Shay Lenora can bar for bar keep up with anybody, male or female, or whatever gender or non gender, can keep up with them. Pound for pound. One of the best lyricists out right now. Like if you haven't heard Shay Lenore, I would definitely recommend you check out Food for Thought, which dropped last year. But more importantly, check out As God Intended. With Shay Lenore and Apollo Brown as the producer, fire. All the songs is just no skips. No skips on that album. Like, legit, no skips. But, um, yeah, she has, I think, two or three projects coming out. One of them being the Big Ghost Project, which is cool. I'm going to still tune into it, but I didn't really care for that. I care more about the um her other project. I really was excited for. It should have came out last year, which was Lotus Child, which is her self-produced project. Cause you ain't know she's also a producer. And like her self-produced work is good too. Like some of the songs she produced is, is is very well put together. So like I was really excited for that more than like any other project she wanna drop. Cause like, man, that that should be something. That should be something special, I would say. Okay, so then moving on, we got Larry June and Alchemist. Now, for last year, I think I was really into listening to like Larry June. Like I listened to that man's whole discography like 
that man is just, that man is wavy, man. He be talking his pimp talk. He be talking about healthy shit, you know, drinking smoothies, tea. Man, talking about, hey, man, don't check me. Check that credit score, man. Good job, Larry. Numbers. <laughs> like, that man is a whole character in itself, man. But he positive, man. Very positive. Very motivational. Like, very self-respect, self-reflective, too, on certain songs. And so, Spaceships on the Blade, like, that, that project came out last year, is amazing. Like, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. And, like, one of the songs on there that was produced by Alchemist was... Actually, the only song on there that was produced by Alchemist was um, Breakfast in Monaco. There might be another song Alchemist produced, but that's the one that I remember. That song is probably one of his best songs, and it's just fire. It's just the vibes is right. It's like it's like a song that you could play in the whip while you just speeding down a highway, uh, speeding down a, a little roadway, overlooking the shallow waters or the beach or something. It's, it's, it's that type of vibe to that song. And so I was excited when they said Larry June and Alchemist, you know, working together. Cause like, for those that don't know, every time, like anytime that Alchemist puts a stamp on anything, like you said, like you're solidified at that point. Like you just blow up <laughs> like anybody for worked with for like rock Earl. <sighs> Upcoming artists, already established hip hop legend, underground legend, or whatever. That Alchemist stamp just further solidifies you, bro. Like, he got the Midas touch. That man, Alchemist, has not missed. Like I've said before to people in person on the internet, man, Alchemist is literally like the 2020s version of DJ Premier in the 90s. Like, the man is too consistent and has not missed yet. Not missed yet. So, yeah, I'm definitely getting in tune with that Larry June and Alchemist project. So now for all the Griselda fans out there, all the Griselda fans, I'll be talking about a bunch of Griselda projects I'm looking forward to at this point. So one of them being that Stole God Griselda, Griselda debut. If you know anything about Stove God on Griselda, that man has been having a run on the features. Like, almost all his features is pretty good. I felt like last year, it was pretty, his features were pretty good too. But on 10, it was kind of getting a little tired for me. But it still wasn't bad. And I will also say this about Stove God Cooks. He had one of the, probably the best debut album that came out 20 in the 2020s with reasonable drought stove guy cooks on that rock marcy production man is heaven sent man all them songs fire you got john starks balenciaga stamp cocaine cologne oh my god jim boheim bird and state it's a bunch of other songs on there it's pretty good too but stove guy cooks reasonable drought a fire debut and all the feature songs he's been on with he's been on albums with Westside Gun, Rome Streets, Benny the Butcher. Not Kanye way. He hasn't been on a Conway album yet. But all in all, them features he's been on is fire. So like I'm really looking forward to this album. It should have came out this year too. 
I don't know, man. What's I going to be playing this out here? But moving on, we got the Boldy James and Dilla. I know. How can Boldy James and Dilla do a record, man? Isn't Hasn't Dilla been dead for, like, these past couple years? Like, yeah, he has. He has. I'll actually, also, R.I.P. to Dilla, too. R.I.P. to Dilla, man. We still missing Dilla out here, man. R.I.P. to Dilla, the legend. Probably the top five greatest rap producers of all time. Not probably. He is, pound for pound, one of the greatest producers of all time. Damn near. I think he birthed Lo-Fi, if I'm not mistaken. He birthed that that wave. And some other waves, too. But um, getting back to the point, how in the world can people be still rapping on these Dilla beats? Well, allegedly. Well, not allegedly. Bodie James said it himself in the interview last year where he was like, somehow, some way, through like people he know or blah, 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 he got his hands on one of the last Dilla tapes. And so I guess he going through that process of going through that tape, you know, laying down his verses, boom, 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 mixing and mastering, then putting out that Bodie James and Dilla album. That's the one I'm like most excited for. It's, I'm probably the most excited for over that Navy Blue album I mentioned earlier. So after that, we get into um, What Was Sheen Gun Do 2? The follow-up to What Was Sheen Gun Do, which was the um, Griselda Records project. And if you ain't listen to What Was Sheen Gun Do and you're a Griselda fan, I highly suggest you go back and listen to that. It got Almost all three members on most of the songs, majority of the songs, and maybe it's a couple of songs where maybe it's just only Conway on there, only Benny on there, or maybe Conway and Benny, or Wes and Benny, and Wes and Con. But, like, you know, it's definitely an album Griselda fans should have listened to already. And so, like, I'm excited because um, he said Machine Gun 2 gonna drop. And you know, when them three boys get together, it's always it's always a hit. Like they never really had a bad song with it together when all three of them on track. Never had a bad song. So that's that's something I'm looking forward to. So then you have you have Gunlib with Westside Gun featuring Mad Lib on a production. I've been waiting for this day since 2018 i've been waiting for the day because the first time i think they linked up was on the <laughs> the same title track gun lib on west side's guns fly god is an awesome guy and when i tell you man west side gun popped off on that song with that mad lib beat it was crazy so he said he dropping this one this year so like man that's exciting that's exciting Okay, now we moving on to Michelle Records, which is another West Side Gun album that's supposed to be dropping this year. That should have dropped last year, technically. So I was looking forward to Michelle Records all year long, 2022. I was waiting on it, waiting on it. Never got it. I was blue. I was hurt because of all the snippets I heard and all the the raw instrumentals and samples that he was that he had on there was crazy. But partially those um beats that was previewed went on the fly 
on the um, Peaceful I Got album. Um, mostly produced by Don Carrera with like some, like I think like one or two Mad Lib beats on there. So like I was partially satisfied, but the rest of them beats I want to hear. And so like I'm definitely in the looms waiting for Michelle Records. And I think last but not least for like the whole Griselda hype, um, I'm looking forward to Benny the Butcher's Def Jam debut album. Because if you don't know, <clears throat> Benny the Butcher signed to Def Jam last year, 2022. So, like, yeah, he's on a major record label as of right now. And, like, he said he's still working on um his debut album, which he said is going to be great. I hope it is because, like, Benny 2020, 2020s has been slightly disappointing. Like, it started off really good with... um. The Benny the Butcher Hip Boy record that came out, which was um let me let me think of the name. Burden of Proof. That one was good. But then I was kinda disappointed at the plugs I met too with like Benny and Harry Fraud as the producer. It was like it was it was alright. Like Benny did his thing on there. He had some of my favorite verses, but like everything else about the album was like wasn't up to par with like the first plugs I met. It was especially like the production. I feel like Harry Fry could have done better, low key. And then he had the um, Pyrex Picasso, which was like some throwaway songs that they just decided to release. That was like, that sounded like um, 2019 Griselda or whatever. That was dope or whatever. It was a dope little Bowley tape. And then you got Tana Talk 4, which is the follow up to the legendary Tana Talk 3. And did it live up to that? No. Like, it, it's impossible. Talk 3 is, like, goaded. But was it good? Yes. Was it, like, top 10 top ten album of the year for me? No, not really. It was just a cool, smooth listen, listen to. Like, like he has, like, the standout song, obviously, on there was Johnny P's Caddy with Benny and J. Cole. You know, J. Cole killing the... F- the feature and having like versity uh, for all the major bloggers and rap heads out there. Yeah, they were saying that was the versity year. But besides that, every other song is good too. You got Weekends and Perry's with Boldy on there. You got Bust the Brick Nick, which is the song he that got previewed a while back on his Instagram live that I was bumping on repeat. And it was another song that was previewed too, back to back. To back. With a stove guy, good song on there, and then ten more, ten more commandments, which is um, which is a a spiritual successor to um, the late notorious B.I.G.'s record, Ten Crack Commandments. So that was a good song on there, and then I think he had Guerrero, where like I think he referenced all his songs, all his songs slash all his projects, and like. And like one verse, and that was that was impressive. I ain't gonna lie to you, that was so impressive. But like all in all, it's just been mm, alright. So like I'm really f- looking for this Def Jam de- debut to shake up some things, you know, shake the concrete a little bit. And then I get into another project I'm excited for, or I don't know how many projects this person will release, but Pink Shifu, like. If you haven't heard Pink Shifu, I implore you to go listen to Pink Shifu. 
Like that man is so talented. He can do the rapping. He got the melodies on point. He can he's a good feature artist. He can he can do everything. Like I don't like I know this might sound crazy, but like the amount of versatility this this guy has is crazy. Like this man like LeBron James level of versatility. Like he can do it all and do it all pretty well. And if you haven't heard of him, I would suggest you go listen to to um to Gumbo. Gumbo the Deluxe. Fire. Real Bad Flights is is good. The um the Flash Shifu's album that came out in 2020 with him and Flat Anakin, man. Amazing. It's just nothing but vibe, just chill vibes. Some that you could probably smoke to. Some you could probably just be put on at the barbecue. You know, real cool, smooth vibes. And like going back to that um one of the projects I mentioned, which was Gumbo the Deluxe. Man, he had some songs on there that was amazing. Like he had that one song with Alchemist called Living Proof Family. And amazing. Then he had that turn up that that turn up song with Bussin. Then you had Wayne Bros, Roscoe. Then you had Grip Tape, Slow. Like, so many songs I can name about that project that was good. But, like, yeah, I really need to hear that new Pink Shifu album, man. Because he's he been working on it for a good brick. He's working on it for a good brick. Also, I need Pink Shifu and Nicholas Craven to get together. Like I said on Twitter. Like, I need them to make an EP or something. <laughs> Because that Serotonin song off of Nicholas Craven's Craven 3 album was amazing. Balance my serotonin. If I got that you was coming, I'll be right there. Just chasing my and assuming. Balance my serotonin. Forgot you was coming over. <laughs> I'll be right there. Like that whole hook was just amazing. Okay. So moving on to last but not least. Ghostface Killer. Yes, that's right. Ghostface Killer, part of the Wu-Tang Clan. Man, one of the founding members of the group. Probably the best member of the group, in most people's opinion, man. Ghostface Killer. So, it was alleged that him and Kanye, I guess, got together and was working on the album that was supposed to come out. Again, supposed to... Actually, no, it was never mentioned when it was gonna come out it was just that him and Kanye was working so I think that should be coming out this year and so I'm excited for it I'm, I'm ready to hear some Ghostface we heard Ghostface kill on Purple Hearts which he did an okay job but I didn't really like that song in the first place like it was I and I think he just released a um yeah he released a a single not too long ago called Don't Disrespect Me I haven't heard of it but like I heard people say it was alright. So like I'm really looking to for for the Ghostface Killer and Kanye West album. But I think he might be working on something else too. And I'm not sure. So like I'm looking forward to that too. And that's about it. That's about it for all the albums and projects I'm looking forward to. And I wait, that's not it. It was a fly Anakin record that's gonna come out like two, three months from now. That I'm looking forward to hearing, even though we just got probably his best work since 
I mean, his best work yet, which is Frank, which you haven't heard of it. I'm going to need you to go listen to Fly Anakin Frank. But um, that was about it for my upcoming albums I'm looking forward to, man. So I'm going to just end this episode off right here. I hope y'all get y'all some water, stay hydrated, stay healthy, and um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.